0: Yeah. So many, many things to consider. Yeah. And, and maybe if we go, we, we discuss about the consumer devices and, mm-hmm. and research trade devices. When would you say that it's okay to go with the consumer devices? And when you would really, uh, argue against it? What, what would be the cases that you would, you would say that not in this case, it really makes sense to go with the consumer. In this case, it's not. How, how would you say? It?
1: Ideally, I would like to have a research device that would be as cheap as <laughs> or the, the, the price of a, of a consumer and very usable because that's also of course an advantage of these uh, the consumer devices that they are based to attract masses. So of course they are comfortable, look nice, uh, nicer and nicer with time, many options from the same model you can buy different different options. When should you go with uh, commercial? I think if, uh, okay, there is is one point and that you also see in uh, in some projects, the idea of bring your own device. So especially if you are uh, working with younger population and it's you want to uh, it's not really clinical based study it's just to get an overview of the physical activity of i don't know the habitants in city or something like that then i think it's attractive because then you can say okay bring your own device because uh, i already for example have this device and i can just connect but that requires that of course especially if you want to provide feedback or provide coaching an intervention study that the technical team needs to implement or integrate with the different solutions. So that's uh, that's one of uh, that would be a point to go for commercial. just okay, people already have this device because I think no one has research brain devices at home. So uh, go with that. And I think the longer the study, uh, the more important it is to get to think about how much burden is. For uh, for the participant, and if you have uh, a research device that has a battery, I don't know, for two three months, that's fine. Uh, but if you are still in a, in the type of devices that you have to charge every day, if as I said, if you have to charge the the device every day for a period of six months, maybe it's not so um, suitable. So. I, definitely, one of the arguments to go for commercial devices is the length of the study. For how long? The, the longer the study, the more inclined I would go. To, I would be to go to a commercial device.
0: Yeah, no, that's 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 good points, and I'm I'm quite like the bring your own device. You you hear this also in in kind of uh, healthcare visions that that people could come and show to to their doctor their data, but mm-hmm. I think that's, I, I, I don't really see that being very clever. Like, if, if you go to a doctor and he wants to know your blood work, they will do the test. If they want to know your blood pressure, they will they will measure it. It's mm-hmm. not like we, the doctors are asking, like, ah oh, can you tell me, like, can, can you trust the data? Like, I think most of the time, clinicians do the tests, and I don't know why physical activity or something else should be different, because you never know how it's being measured. Is it really reliable data?
1: Yeah, that, that's. Uh, I I see your point. You have a point, and I think that that happens when we talk about more um, I, how you call it, uh, like performance tests, like uh, I don't know the six minute walk test or something like that. That yeah, you see quite some uh, attempts to do it with devices uh, that people can do the tests at home, but uh, also. A lot of attempts, let's leave it this way. And uh, I don't say that nothing works. There There are good solutions, but still, as you said, the clinicians do the tests most of the times. But on the other hand, I see some cases I've been working in, especially with uh, chronic conditions, where it's something that you live with for years and where physical activity is very important. So for example, I don't know, uh, chronic pain, uh, it's important yeah. that you move, but how much you move and how do you spread your physical activities throughout the day? And you hear the, what you hear from the clinicians is that so sort of the times people say, Oh, yeah, yeah, I walk. Yes, yes, I move a lot. It's like, Yeah, but I really don't think that. And these, you get much more even from like the physiotherapists, the occupational therapists that have, uh, they're like, oh, but have you been walking? It's like yeah, yeah, of course, I walk a lot, and then you give a sensor and you measure and uh, and they don't and you know that physical activities or diabetes is uh, is one of the key fa- factors to um, self manage uh the condition uh, so I've seen many uh, especially from the the movement side, many clinicians who would like to have. Uh, physical activity uh, information because sometimes although I can tell you also the opposite especially for example dog dog owners that say oh no I don't move I don't and then uh, and I'm just thinking about the project exactly with chronic pain and then we uh, realized with the with the physiotherapist that actually this person was doing too much you know the point was you need to you need to go because no, I don't move at all. But then, if you go walk your dog for three times a day and uh long walks, um, that's a bit you need to calm down, yeah.
0: No, no, very, very good points. And I, I think if somebody says I exercise a lot, they don't usually exercise a lot. And if somebody s- says that I train a bit, they train like twice a day <laughs> <laughs> every day. Like that's that's usually the story, yeah. but no, it's it's been. Good points about EU projects. How to how to measure physical activity? What to what to consider? Do you have any points that you want to want to finish with?
1: No, I think actually most of what we talked is not just about EU projects. is in general. I think uh, what is particular about EU projects is uh, in, it's international. So you have the regulations from different countries and uh, regulations in terms of data and in terms of ethics. Uh, but also uh, cultural uh, differences and digital literacy differences, because you still have countries where the uh, digital uh, literacy uh, is very high and it's okay to uh, install uh, an app. Uh, other countries where, uh, where it's people are much more concerned because they don't know. And I can just tell you now, I just thought a very but a very good example on this was actually the project where I did my PhD. Yeah, we had a pilot in, in the Netherlands and in Italy, and this was 2013 to 16, more or less. Um, and w- my part actually was these, all these LC lifestyle recommendation for prevention of uh, frailty among older adults. And in Netherlands, where I was based, where I was doing my PhD and I was the one <laughs> charging the sensors and doing all the things that we were talking about, um, was fine. Uh, people will just uh, we need to install an app because I also had some experience sampling. So they will need to answer some questions uh, throughout the day, the participants. No problem. And the other part that was not my part, I was just for the mobile part, but uh, other colleagues were working on a physical training uh, platform web-based, so with videos and people needed to do the movements, fine, you just send the link. OK, sometimes at that time, I would give a mobile phone like, what do I need to use this phone? But mine is much better. Can you not install the app on my phone? You know, like this, these kind of things with elderly. In Italy at that time, and in that specific, I'm not saying that in Italy in general, but in that specific uh, place where we were doing the tests, some people didn't know how to use a computer. So, the first step of the project was to include digital literacy lessons. That was not in the budget. That was not, it's okay. How do you use uh, the, the computer? How to, uh, like, we went, or the colleagues from Italy, I, I was not, uh, not there, but went to the churches to do recruitment because in Italy, of course, a uh, very Catholic population and in a small place. Uh, they went to the church to do recruitment. After the church, there were the the digital lessons and only after this and in a group setting people started using the physical activity uh trainings and at the end we didn't do the mobile part because it was just not feasible uh there um so uh, we didn't talk about that but even that's you when you write the proposal you don't think about it but then because you are writing about your own context, and sometimes you—if not everything is reviewed by everyone—but uh, then you come to to practicalities, and you see, oh wait, but are we developing a web platform for people who don't know how to use a computer?
0: Yeah, no, no, very good points, and I, I remember that I think it was in the beginning of COVID that in Germany they they still have most of the internet connection with the with the copper wire, not like the the, old, the oldest way and many of the places didn't have even fast enough that you can watch video and and i was really surprised but it's you don't really know from the country that yeah. h- how is it it might be different very very different but yeah that's that's a good point and it really needs to be considered when you have have many countries you need to have dialogue between different how, how things are done what are the digital literacy and and so on Mm, anything else you would like to bring into the discussion
1: not that i can think about right now probably later today i will think oh
0: i should have said this and that We, we can have another episode for that yeah no this this was very very useful and hopefully hopefully the listeners will find it find it useful and and if you if you want to if anyone wants to contact you, how can they, they reach you if they have questions related to these, these teams?
1: Uh, you can contact me via my, uh, my email. I think you can also add to the, to the description of, of the podcast, but as Miriam.cabarita at, uh, but uh, yeah, please add it to the, to the description and, uh, feel free to, to contact me. And, uh, uh, Either if you have questions, if I can help somehow, but also yeah, if, you, if you are searching for, uh, for devices, just uh, send me um, an email. Mm,
0: perfect. Thanks for your time. Uh, this Thank was you. great.
1: Thank you very much.
0: Thanks for joining us this week on Physical Activity through Podcast.